did post my short article in Sport Bikes this week. Um, What's that? I basically kind of rehashed this article blog post on my site about all the bikes I've ridden, and so I wrote a um, just a short editorial on um, you know basically how to ride stuff when you're short. And a few different techniques that I always recommend for short people. Uh, God, this, oh, I also did want to mention this show I've been watching on BBC America. So, uh-huh. welcome to uh, episode 50. <laughs> Sally, we don't have anything exciting like an interview with Brad Pitt or, you know, any celebrity motorcycle. Orlando Bloom. Orlando or, you know, or uh, Norman and his new Triumph. But yeah. We've got a few fun articles to chat about, and I was just telling Christy about this show I've been watching. That's what I wanted to tell you about, was this show. It's on BBC America, and you're only going to get it if you pay extra money to get good cable. It's like you're not going to see it, I don't think, if you're just subscribing to basic cable. But if you have Dish or Satellite, or you have fancy Xfinity or whatever cable service, you'll probably find BBC America channels in HD in the higher numbers so here in philly it's like channel 1225 so it's basically bbc network but the american version so they show a lot of actually a lot of shows that are broadcast in you know bbc um england over here on bbc america so you can see top gear and you know you can see a bunch of other dramas and other shows one of them is um king of speed with um idris elba and he's a wonderful actor. He was in... He, recently, he was in that movie with the giant robots. Did you remember us watching that? Have you ever... Have you been to the movies lately? No. <laughs> um, it's been a couple of years. He's also had his own show on BBC called Luther. So if you Google Idris Elba, I-D-R-I-S, and his last name is E-L-B-A, he's mm. very handsome. Um, he's British. And he... They gave him his own show, basically, to interview people from all different motorsports, mainly cars, it seems. I've only seen a couple episodes. I haven't watched. I guess he's in his second or third season, and I've only watched a few episodes of the first season um, So, because it's on repeat right now. But uh, in the last episode, he learned how to rally race, and he went to Finland to uh, chat with some of the world's best rally racers. Apparently, Finland is the home of the top-level rally car racers in the world. And so he got a lesson from this Finnish guy on, you know, the basics of rally racing. Because I guess he he just dabbles in, like, stock car racing for fun, that sort of thing. And there's some other episodes where he goes to learn how to drift so it's just all about like wow. racing. Yeah, it's really cool because in the beginning of the episode, the uh, the gentleman takes him to this farm, basically, or kind of maybe just out in the woods, where a bunch of families are basically gearing up their kids, and there's a cute there's a little course on their dirt bikes because he says that um, you know rally racing really starts with being really good on a dirt bike. So most everyone who rally races has a background in as a you know growing up in off-road riding first 
to get comfortable with rally racing. And if you've never seen rally racing, I mean, it's basically these souped up little sports cars, you know, not like Formula One, but think like Subaru WRX, you know, and they basically Mm -hmm. go out and race in the woods, (laughs) in the mud and dirt. So it's, it's like dirt biking, but in a car, it's crazy. So it's really cool because you get to see, oh, and he also, um, had a lesson from a very uh, famous, um, not enduro racer, trials, a trials racer on trials bikes. Well, yeah. So, and he, <laughs> he didn't do very well. Um, trials is tough. It's right. And there's no seat. You're standing the whole time. It's like you're mm-hmm. on your hands the whole time. Supreme so, balance. Yeah. And so he's on a dirt, basically a giant dirt course, learning how to ride a trials bike from, you know, this guy who's a world renowned racer established accomplished uh trials racer so it's a really cool show if you can afford fancy cable i had to look him up on google (laughs) in addition to dabbling in all kinds of motorsports he also dabbles in marriage he's on his he's he's 41 and he's on his fourth one oh oh mr elma it's a lot of uh a lot of marriages there, buddy. And not simultaneously married, like separately. <laughs> well, that's good, but still not great. Um, well, aside from that, the show is pretty cool. It's high production value. It's pretty neat, actually. It's Actually, I can't wait to go watch the drifting episode because he interviews some, like, you know, well-known people in the drifting world. And he goes, he does a little lesson on that. So I'm hoping he'll, there'll be some other two-wheeled motorsports action also, but... Apparently, he's really a car. He's very much a car guy, um, and he loves cars. But I don't know. Who knows? Maybe we'll see some sport bikes or off more dirt bikes in there. But that's a really cool show. Again, that's on BBC America. It's called King of Speed with Idris Selba. And besides that, um, I don't know. We have a couple articles to just chit-chat about. I don't know. Well, motorcycle sales are up 4% in the second quarter of 2014. There you go. Selling about 6,500 more bikes than last year at the same time. Nice. That's awesome. I mean, I'm sure we're not back to 2004 levels, but growth is good. Growth is awesome. But every time I feel like every time I see these stories, everybody's selling more. I mean, Triumph is selling more. KTM is selling like crazy. Yeah, might I say that in in terms of the way they break down the markets, it's dual sport, off-highway, on-highway, and scooter. In that order? Uh, Well, not that order, but um, just saying dual sport. uh, On the the rise. Increase is the highest. It's 7.2%. Nice. So they increased uh, 1,300 bikes. Off-highway is down 6%. On-highway, up 1.7%. Scooter, down. Mm. So... Yeah, not bad. No, that's great. I think dual sport has been... I thought dual sport was one of the top growing... Adventure segment. Yeah, well, I thought that was telling me. the growing segment out of all of them. That there's way exactly. more people dual sporting. Um, that's awesome. Yep. That's fabulous. And that was, you said, this year? That's a stat for... For second quarter 2014. Got it. So that's end of July. And that's basically well, the, the stats I read about increases, percentage increases. Mm-hmm. That was between 2014 to date and 2013. Ah, oh, got actually it. Actually, 
the the first half so q1 q2 and these are new motorcycle sales from as reported by major manufacturers right um through mic so i'd imagine it was reported okay. through major manufacturers so yeah those are all because all the manufacturers are members of the mic so unfortunately that doesn't really tell us anything about used bike sales but something tells me that it's very similar that yeah. it's probably you know there's probably growth i'm sure in the used bike market it feels like there's always growth in the used bike section um and I bet the dual sport market's probably doing really well as well. You know, just for fun, I thought I'd go on Craigslist and just, you know, <laughs> see what, <laughs> see if there's any used BMW, just to see, like, what the market is like here. There's nothing except brand new or 2011, 2012, a couple years old. Um, and, I'm t and I was looking at F650s and F800s. Maybe come November, they will be trying to sell their BMWs. I don't know. I was just checking out, you know, checking out the market. When I was looking for a bike, and specifically the bike that I currently have, which is the 2009 F650, mm -hmm. um, I could not find that bike for sale anywhere used. Mm. So people, I think, who buy those bikes love it. um maybe not so much the 1200 there might be a little more turnover in the 1200 but mm. um yeah the 800 and the 650s man or, or the 700 now you can't really find one that's been you know used for about a year and then mm. tossed aside so i mean it's a great compliment to the actual bike itself but yeah i was having a hard time hence the reason why i jumped on the deal when i got it mm. yeah i mean you know not that i can purchase a new vehicle but Oh, just yeah. You, know. you still need to fix up yours. Yeah, I'm gonna dump some money into mine. I think it's the most sensible thing to do is to basically farkle it out and make it just customize it a little bit more and, and do all the things I want to do to it to make it a more comfortable, happier ride. Um, as soon as I have a little more scratch to spend, definitely want to do some of that before the season's over. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think I'm gonna dump some money into her and. Just hang out with her for a bit. When do you season. come out to uh, San Francisco again? So mark your calendars. We'll be out September 26th, which I believe is a Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. I can't remember. Whatever that last weekend in September is, that Thursday, and then I'll be staying till the following Friday. But the reason I'm coming in on Thursday is because Friday we're driving to Tahoe for a wedding that we're gonna I'm gonna be in. So Friday, mm -hmm. Saturday is wedding. Sunday, come home, spend in San Francisco till Friday morning. Five Friday. So, yeah, the timing I just couldn't. I was going to come out in July. Actually, this week was when I had originally planned a trip out, but mm -hmm. I just can't afford to come out two times in two months. Yeah. So I just had to wait and combine it for this wedding instead. So at least September, the weather will be lovely. I'll be able to, I'm going to try to go riding at least one day, um, bring some stuff to at least go on one afternoon ride. And then I've already mapped out my meal schedule, figured out all the places I want to go eat. Meal schedule? Yes. So you're going to have burritos every day? Uh, not every Except day. before or after the wedding that you're probably supposed to go on a diet oh, or put in yes. that dress. stupid wedding. Oh, yeah, I know. Actually, it's I keep seeing wedding. all these posts and I start just <laughs> giggling. I was like, what was that thing about Joanne saying well, she needed to fit into a dress? I do. Um, Ice cream. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do need to fit into this dress. It's in a couple months, in a month and a half. So I figured by then I should be good. But no, it's actually an awesome wedding. It's really good. 
great friends and I'm very happy they're getting married. Um, should should be good, but, but when are you starting? <laughs> well, you know, I ordered it based on what I am now, so oh, okay. I just have to maintain. I, you know, I don't have to really lose anything per se, but <laughs> there are definitely places I need to go, like our favorite breakfast spot in the whole world. So first Friday morning, definitely have to do that. Thursday, I'm going to probably just go, um, I don't know, I think I'll make go to my parents, stay the night, have some comfort food, and then the following week, hit up some more breakfast spots and some burritos, of course. Um, you know. That is too funny. Definitely. It's Going definitely... back to San Francisco for the burritos. That's right. It's a very... Hey, if you were out here trying to find one, trust me, you would do the same thing, because it's just not here. Yeah. Not All right. I feel you. <laughs> All right. What other um, what are articles? You had a couple articles. I want to talk about girls. Oh. Women's, oh, yes. Women's in the news. Oh, that's right. Our fellow ladies. If you haven't already heard, the Suzuka 8-hour as well as the Suzuka 4-hour, which I didn't even know there was a 4-hour, to be yeah, honest. No, I, the eight. Yeah, I thought it was 8, too. Um, they also have a 4-hour event. And in that 4-hour event... Both Melissa Paris and Shalina Moreta from uh, California, actually. Petaluma. Uh, went out to uh, to compete in an all-women team. So just the two of them, the four hours, just uh, two people changing off back and forth. And they were tapped to compete on the Moriwaki team. And the two people who put it together are... Uh, Nita, who works for FIM, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, FIM, she is their uh, organizer of the Women in Motorcycling program. Also has a little Grand Prix history in her blood and rides, as well as Midori Moriwaki, uh, also female. And she is the managing director of Moriwaki Engineering. And also her grandfather was Pops Yoshimura. So she comes from a long lineage of uh, famous folks in motorsports. And so the two of them assembled that team together. And that's when it was known that she was racing in the four-hour endurance. And sadly, they didn't get a lot of lap time on that bike that they were riding in the proper endurance race because of a typhoon. (laughs) So when they came back, they were kind of still green on this bike. And uh, turns out that despite uh, placing based on that test, uh, qualifying 59 of 69, they finished 28th. So that's out, out of 69. Of like 30? Whoa, out of 69? They qualified nice. 59 out of 69, and they ended up placing 28th. So you're literally saying nice. that you've kicked the butt of more than 50% of the other guys on the course. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, so totally. they officially are the first female team to compete in endurance race at Suzuka. And there have been other females competing in races, but there's never been an all-female team so perhaps the eight-hour, perhaps they will get a group of uh, three women together. And then, That's what were you awesome. talking about this back protector? What's the scoop? So on, on my Instagram, I just posted an ad uh, for Force Field. They make body armor. They actually make, I think, the best body armor in the world. They make lots of replacement armor so if you have a jacket or pants with crappy armor and you want to upgrade it force fields one of the best ways you can go you know just to upgrade it get softer armor stronger armor and they do full-length back protectors race protectors they do inserts they do armored shirts armored pants they do slip-on armor 
every, you know, iteration of armor you could possibly need for your body. And they had an ad in one of these biker magazines um, for their back protector. And, eh, you know, it's just the usual. Um, it was specifically for the ladies. Lady, it was the women's external race back protector that they were advertising. And I know it was the ladies because their women's back protector has a pink little lettering in the middle. Um, and that's really hmm. the only way you know that it's the girl's version. And I think the logo even has pink in it. So you know it's a woman's race back protector, not a boy's. Which is it's fine because like um, that's like internal, right? So no one sees the pink? Yeah, it is. Yeah, you yeah. wear it under your jacket or you wear it under your race suit. It's not, you don't wear back protectors on the outside. It's not an insert either. Um, but, yeah, it's just, it's just sad. That it's pink? That, you know. You know what? No, I'm, I'm not offended. Sad that... I'm not offended by the pink back protector because I got news for you. I ordered no. from Revzilla the wrong back protector because Knox makes a men's and a women's version and the men's get here. And I'm like, how yeah. am I supposed to stuff this thing inside this jacket? And I end up... No, I'm not offended by the pink back protector. I just thought that the intended audience for this was just the opposite. Oh, like, it's that one. I would, it's I that would, ad. I would I think that seeing. you know, it's basically oh, it's basically the backside of a woman wearing leather. Daisy she's Dukes. bent over, right? <laughs> and now she's like standing on the wall against a wall, and she just has the back protector on, nothing else, with Daisy Duke well, leather I shorts. I thought she was laying down. From this Either angle, way, it kind of looks like she's laying down. Yeah. Maybe she might I mean, be laying down. That's the reason but, why I said um, <laughs> the, what I said. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not really, aff I'm not offended by the ad. I'm that's just true. really sad that they're not really trying to talk to me it, regarding something I should be wearing. Because chicks that wear leather booty shorts aren't going to get on the back of a motorcycle with a back protector. <laughs> Unless the back no. protector that she's wearing, I, um, she has a, a bikini top on the other side. Because that would make total sense to me. <laughs> right, right. Uh, because your skin They're isn't appealing to people point. in um, Sturgis or Laughlin River Run. Because that's what I used I, to see a lot. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. My friend had it, my girlfriend on my Facebook page had a good point. She said, I think that these, that this ad is supposed to appeal to women because women want to look like that. Um, implying that the ad should appeal to me because I want my body to have, I wish my body looked like that. Hmm. And um, no, I don't wish my body to look like that. I kind of like my body the way it is. I sure would like to be in better shape. But um, I somehow I don't think that was their intent. And, and I'm just really sad because I think there are more creative ways that they could appeal to the female audience. And uh, it's just another sad... Have you... Have you Example tried looking of I think Have you tried looking up other how, Moto Nation products too? This one no. guy said all the Moto Nation ads are like that. Uh, right, well, then I'm not really surprised by that. And Moto Nation, by the way, distributes force field yeah. body armor. Um, so, you know, I just think that they're, they're they could have made a far more a better ad to actually appeal to the woman who needs to wear this, because really, I've I've never had. Any guy come in and say, I really want to buy a level two race back protector for my girlfriend. It just doesn't happen <laughs> unless she specifically wanted it and told him to buy it for her. But even that I've never had. I just know that's not how they, I, I just know that's, I'm not who they were trying to 
sure. appeal to. And that's what make that's just what bums me out. You know, I would have much rather seen Shalina Morita wearing that, like under, you know, with her race suit or something to inspire me to want to wear it. Actually, you know, something that would motivate me. To I think a better uh, choice for showing off this product and using it in the actual motorcycle industry would be putting it on a stunt stunt woman. One of the stunt riders. Sure. Because or, the stunt or, riders or always that. wear, you know, they tend to not wear full jackets all the time. And they wear back sure. protectors on the outside of their clothing. That. You that can see it. Really you can cool. see it in its actual environment. And you can see it on someone sure. who's a capable rider as well as female. Yeah. Like something that makes me, you know, and me think, oh, maybe I should wear that, you know, or something that actually tell, push encourages me to want to buy it. That really doesn't. <laughs> I, I'm guessing it encourages other boys uh, to buy one for themselves in the non-ladies sure. version because, of course, they make many different variations of back protector. They have like four different ones. Um, so I'm guessing that's what, just because since the babe in the in the ad was a girl, of course she had to wear a ladies one. That's my theory. This, but uh, yeah, you know, just this guy Paul out. that follows that's you fun. is hilarious. He put the comment beneath my Instagram and. Oh, by the way, if you aren't on Instagram, you can watch, you can see anybody's Instagram photos by just going to Instagram.com slash their username. Unless they're so private. you don't have to be a member. You, unless they're marked sure. private, but you know, most everything's yeah. public in the motorcycle world. But like me, I'm just Instagram.com slash gear check. Um, but <laughs> let me, let me. Yeah, you have to look at it. I'm not going to read this stuff aloud because I do have friends who have their uh, kids <laughs> listening. So... <laughs> Wait, who is it? Oh, it's, Drew? It's uh, no. Paul who? underneath my comment. Oh. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not, See, not safe for even children. Can't, that? can't read that aloud. But, uh... Um, good point, so, though. yeah, I would... I, that, for me, would have been... I would have, like, chuckled at that, and I probably would have found that yeah, more satisfying. Exactly. But, obviously, I'm not the intended target. And my point is just... I'm just sad that for something I'm supposed to wear, I wasn't the intended target of this ad. And that's just prolific, yeah. I think, in the, the industry. And um, I've still yet to see an ad. I, although, I, to be honest, I don't read motorcycle magazines anymore because there's absolutely, I find there's nothing in them that speaks to me and that, that really appeals to me specifically. Because, I, I, you know, I read all these stories online and Asphalt always has the stories or Cycle World will have the stories I I want to read or blogs tend to have a lot of content that I want to read like Rachel and and Leslie and and I just find that none of those voices are ever in these you know bro magazines uh -huh. so there might be some really great ads um in there and I just don't see it because I'm not I'm not reading it but I don't know that many people are I don't know that many women read motorcycle magazines well I think the opportunity for content is there because I've mentioned oh, yeah. my trip. We're going to have a yeah. hiatus. We're going to find a co a it's a, it, <laughs> I was actually trying to get some interviews done in so I could pre-draft all the RSS and like upload the stuff. And you can just upload the RSS and boom, it's done. I still need to like <laughs> tackle some people because literally it's like moving target summertime. Oh, we're having too much fun. No time for interviews. Yeah, and yeah. I'm going to miss your trip to San Francisco. Yeah, uh, well, plenty of people. Oh, yeah, I don't worry. I know you're not going to be just sitting around going, man, but... if Christy were here, because you're going to be stuffing your face <laughs> with the burritos well, and getting some rides in. Well, 
We'll come up yeah. with something. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, don't, don't worry. worry. We won't be naked so, of content. We won't forget. Wait, so you're going to where? Um, maybe we'll save it for next week. I'm still trying to, like, get some details together. Mm-hmm. I'm still kind of finicky oh. about... I, th- I thought you already... Yeah, mm-hmm. everything's booked, but it's, like, visas and all this other stuff. I'm kind of one of those um, superstitious. Well, as, as far as trips, assuming that I have a little more money to spend this week, um, next weekend, my plan is to do Virginia. <gasps> And to, um, that's the plan is if we can get Benny sitting, try to, and it's not raining, like there aren't any crazy storms or anything. Cause we've had weird, we have weird on and off rain that kind of like passes through us. Um, but if I can, I'm going to try to do Virginia Saturday night, all day, Sunday, come back Monday. Cool. How far goal, is Virginia? Just like the, just the border. Yeah. Well, just to get to the border is two and a half, that's three hours. Bad. No, it's not too bad. And I found a route. Um, actually Jeffrey, one of my friends here, he actually suggested a route that's off the interstate and it's only, he said three hours you can get from Philly to, or just outside of Philly anyway, to Virginia. So I don't know, maybe I'll do a mix of interstate with that. Um, but that's the goal. And then, you know, try to get in a good, I don't know, eight, 900 miles wow. of riding between, I'm hoping between two days. And is that days. with, uh, with spouse or without? I'm hoping. Okay. Yeah, if he can't go, I mean, I want him to come, so assuming he's not busy, yeah. But if he can't, then I'm going to go do it myself. Who lives in Virginia that you know, that you can stay with? Uh, nobody. Um, you know what I've seen a lot <laughs> just see... on Groupon? They have little places in, like, Virginia and stuff, and, and uh, along sure. the uh, Blue Ridge Mountains. I've seen them post a lot of little deals on hotels. Oh, I'm not going that far oh, down. Oh, I know, but this I'm saying like... that whole area, including sure. Virginia, too, I've seen some posts on hotels look yeah. or, or, you know, cabins that look really cool. Oh, yeah, maybe. I mean, I would go really cheap, so my goal would be to find, like, Motel no, okay. sixes, um, you know, just really, really We'll leave basic. the light on for you. Uh-uh. But we'll see. Yeah, I, I mean, it's not set in stone. I just, it's, my goal is to do something like that this month. Um, I just need to check my calendar, but if I can't do it this weekend, then I want to do it the following weekend. So basically, whatever weekend I can squeeze in this month, that's that's my goal, is to do Virginia or go upstate toward the New York border. So, oh, that's right, I'm working the following weekend. Yuck. So the um, third weekend in August, I have to work the whole weekend. But if not, then I'll do it the end of August. Work. But mm-hmm. one of these weekends, yeah, we have some things going on. Um so that's all I'm really planning. And then, of course, epic riding when Yay. I get home. I'm going to hit all my, favorite, all my favorite spots and do a ride report for you. Um, oh, and I wanted to give a shout-out to a couple people who came into the store. Um, she followed. She follows my blog. I believe her name was Julia. Julia, I'm so sorry if I screwed up your name. But she and her husband came in to buy gear. Well, actually, he came in to buy gear, and he bought some rain stuff and um, looked at some other stuff. So... It's nice to meet people who either follow the podcast or, you know, or follow my site. So that was really nice. Um, and we also have another bit of like news, I guess, to, to bring up. Although if you've been listening this weekend and following Instagram or Twitter, you probably already know that Indian Motorcycle came out with a Scout. And that's, yeah, I saw that. And that was the one that's something that's priced at like a much lower price point. Yeah, it's like a little right? over $10,000. Like what size it's, is it? What I want to say it? it's... Um, 1100 cc's it's like uh 69 cubic inches 1100 it's not exactly a beginner nice competitive 
motorcycle. That's cool. Yeah, a lot of people have been nice. complaining about the $20,000 price point on the other three, so it does not surprise me. Go it's uh, 10999 The specs yes. are, uh, let's see, 69 cubic inches, so yeah, that's got to be around 1,100 cc's. Peak nice. RPM's definitely higher. It's 5,900. On the larger bike, it's much lower. Um, Three-gallon tank, same ground clearance. Five inches. Dual piston caliper and single piston caliper brakes for front and rear. Cast wheels. That's lovely. The weight dry is 538 and the weight wet is 558. Hmm. Wow, no. not bad. Much smaller. Wow. Finally, I can tell you, it made its ma- older brother is actually 840. <laughs> Somewhere between 830 and 850, depending on what model and end dress you get. So, uh, yeah. You know, and I'm amazed. I need to ask Robert this um, because I remember when he was out there because I, I met up with him for dinner or something um, mm-hmm. when they were out here doing the commercial because the commercial shows scenes of the scout going through Malibu. And I knew that they were filming. And that had to have oh. been at least six months ago. Like, it was it was a while ago. It, I mean, maybe, no, maybe not six months it was after Austin. Mm. He was out here, and they were filming, and I and I knew something was up. And they took a couple of shots underneath Ellie Bridges because I recognized some of the Ellie Bridges. And he was riding the original old school Scout next to someone who was riding the new one. So that was kind of cool. I'm amazed that they can keep that kind of thing under wraps. I mean, granted, someone LA Times broke the press embargo last night, and they posted photos of it. And then quickly pulled down their article. But by the time they had pulled it off the internet, uh, a couple other motorcycle publications had already did screen grabs and and posted their own info on it. But nonetheless, cool. I'm excited to ride it. And actually, um, my friend from Icon, who's in Sturgis right now, took it for a test drive. So I'm kind of stoked to talk to him a little bit later and find out what, you know, what he thinks. Because I don't know if he's ridden... A regular Indian, like their Chieftain series. So it would be interesting. I see. Looking forward to riding this big cruiser. Does that mean a cruiser is in your history? In your I'm interested in this bike, point? but uh, I think part of the joy for me in like that long distance riding is having a big bike. And not so much for power, but just sure. for the fact that the weight was so good on that nothing happened to me it was just so firmly planted on the on the mm. pavement that the wind oh no yeah, wind sure. drama i know she always goes back to the wind but believe me that's the only yeah. reason why you like i'd like an enormous american cruiser. piece of iron between my legs going through windy sections of the united states you could probably do that on a big 1200 rt or 1200r maybe are those bikes 800 pounds k do BMWs? I don't think BMWs weigh 800 pounds. No, yeah. they don't weigh 800 I don't think they weigh 800 pounds. They probably weigh like 5 to Yeah, I mean, go figure. Like it's, you're probably, but, uh, once you do the math on what I carry in the saddlebags yeah. on the bike and myself, it's probably like 1,000 pounds. Yeah. No, yeah, but then also just, you know, the way the body work is designed and the way the bike yeah. is just put together, you know, it's streamlined really well for um, heavy wind and that sort of thing. Like, I bet, you know, talk to anyone on a gold wing or i don't know a big st 1100 or something and it's probably a really nice stable thing but um, yeah but needless to say i'm always curious how they uh whether they buy permits to close roads because obviously you don't want cars in your shot but at the mm. same time there are people out there that are photographers that are clearly interested in spying and getting spy shots and yet you know a couple months Mm. go by and some uh 
some projects in Malibu, and surprisingly, uh, nothing up until this point. I've I've heard a couple of people chatter that it was going to be a scout because of you know so and so's three people removed was the designer mm. or had some input or someone called him and so yeah it's cool it's cool that they have a cheaper model and uh, still kind of holding uh, a little bit of the tradition in terms of the look nice so yeah nice. good for them they'll probably sell out of it too because I'm seeing comments that say reserve yours so something tells me. Uh, <laughs> Something tells me if it's anything like it was before, that they haven't started manufacturing production and all of the press bikes are pre-production again. That would be my guess. Oh, yeah, other than that and having Indie GP next week, I mean, this week is Sturgis, obviously, as we've discussed, and next week's the Indianapolis GP. Anything else? No, I think that kind of covers it, man. Sorry, our 50s is so boring, but uh, (laughs) we're just uneventful. We still have a lot going on this week. Um, you know, my coworker was telling me that August is a very quiet month. Um, and I, to me, it's, it, for me, that's so weird. Like it's summer. I mean, people, isn't it time to ride? Like, isn't this when you're out riding and tri- going on trips and doing stuff on your motor? You know what I mean? Cause it's like, it's summer. And I would think people are just trying to get in as much time as possible before winter comes. Yeah. It- to get riding time in, but I, I guess not. But I mean, it was busy on Saturday. I had a really busy. Oh, day. it was busy. It was well. I would have thought it would have been a little bit busier today. I mean, we we did our traditional Sunday ride run um, with a, a sh- condensed team today, and mm-hmm. went through Malibu up to the Rock Store, which is pretty much empty in terms mm-hmm. of the amount of people. So mm-hmm. I've been there at like polar opposites, where it's just been me and two guys on Christmas Day, and then. The place is just packed with over, you know, two or three hundred bikes. But today was pretty nice. empty because it's been a little, a little rainy. And of course, if you're riding a sport That's bike why. and you're really hitting the envelope on those curves, you don't do that yeah. after the first rain. Which I mean, it's been like six months yeah. probably since a drop has fallen. So probably not mm. the most optimum day to drag a knee. And so it was kind of quiet. And yeah. then of course Sturgis, so that isolates a lot of the Harley guys. So yeah, I mean oh. it's. It was a great, great day to go riding, and we went through um, lots of agricultural fields and just open space, so it was kind of nice. And then, of course, I keep getting messages on my phone that says, flash flood warning. <laughs> Maybe that's higher up or something. I imagine. Like on the mountain. Or it's a more realistic like... opportunity for Hollywood to come up with some sort of ridiculous movie based on flash floods. You know, flash volcano, flood. tornado. Not me. Sharknado. We, you know, we get those. I know we get those warnings here too, but it's not for Center City where I live. It's for like, all right, I guess that's my computer's cue to that it wants to be done. I don't know why it's being so slow tonight. Computer says peace out. I guess so. So thank you for hanging out with us for episode fifty of the Motorific podcast. As always, please find us at motorific.com or on our Facebook page, motorific.com/slash. Uh, sorry, facebook.com slash motorific podcast. And you can find us on our Twitter feeds as ADV Goddess and Gear Chick. And of course, I have my blog, gearchick.com. Um, we're always happy to hear from you. Until then, we will chat with you next week. And we hope that you have a fabulous week. Bye. Bye.